Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Reverse Sweep, the final qualifier episode of Reverse Sweep for this season. Um, all we have left is one major episode and then and then the Champs Weekend. Um, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris, a.k.a. Parasite. What up, everybody? How we doing? And Patrick, a.k.a. Slaya, a.k.a. Aches. As you notice, James, I'm, I'm finally back home for this one. I know last weekend I was... Traveling a little bit, and Chris, it looks like you're in a different setup. You redid nah, your room or what? I, re I redid my room, man. I I had decided to switch up the vibe. I got tired of having the bed in my background, and I realized I could create more space. So I decided to do a little bit more and just new new setup, new space. It's definitely like the it. move. It's definitely the move. Um, as for today's episode, uh, we are going to do the the as per use. We're going to be breaking down a perfect bracket. I mean, none of them have been perfect so far, but it's because we were waiting for Major 5 to make the perfect bracket. Uh, before we hop into the perfect bracket, though, I have a little side segment. First of all, thank you to all the uh, audio listeners um, who tune in every week and all you guys on YouTube. Thank you guys for showing all the love um, lately. It's been in, it's been incredible. A lot of you guys loved that last episode and how much like old COD we dove into. Um, I think it was a really insightful stuff for new COD fans and old COD fans uh, to reminisce a little bit. But a quick trolley segment, I call it outside of esports with Patrick Price. Um, Pat, do the Lakers stand any chance, your Lakers stand any chance at coming back from a 3-0 deficit in the Western Conference Finals? Listen, James, I think if it was 3-1, they, 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 could, they could definitely stand a chance. Um, it's going to be tough to win four in a row, especially two in Denver at a minimum. So, um, you can't count them out though. You can't count out LeBron James. So I'm going to say if we bench D -Lo, we have a chance, but if we, if we continue starting D -Lo, we are, uh, no team has ever done it ever. None but ever as uh, we are the no reverse team came back from one, three either. That's true. And LeBron did it. Anyways, back to Call of Duty. There's your prediction. If they bench D'Lo, they're making history. On to the bracket for Major 5. All right, let's, I guess, hop into the first matchup right away. Optic, another undefeated stage going into the Major versus Florida. I mean, this is a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I think this is going to be close. I think they uh, they smoked them 3-0 in their final series of the online qualifiers. Granted, some of the maps are close. Um, I don't think this Florida team, by any means, just gets better on land. Well, I think Optic, at the very least, maintained their form. Um, this has got Optic ran all over it. I think because this is a day one matchup, maybe Florida has a little chance to, yeah. to win a couple maps due to the fact that, you know, first, first match of the tournament, but... Yeah, I don't think Optic's going to lose this series. Uh, this is like a for sure round one win for them. Now, as for like how these last two stages have gone, at, at this point, like last time, most people would say Optic was a favorite to win last major. They've made two straight grand finals. Um, would you say that anything besides winning major five is kind of a disappointment for the roster? Or what are we looking at? <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily a disappointment if they continuously place in the top three, because otherwise we'd be kind of biased. We always say the same thing about FaZe, how like they've continuously, you know, been in that top three, top four conversation, whatever. 
and we're always praising them for it. So as much as I think these guys are I think these guys are due though. And I think they need to win one of these next two tournaments just to cement their their place as one of the best teams in this in this entire season because I think right now you could say that you know these guys are obviously one of the best but when the season's over if they didn't win a tournament as much as they got second a couple times no one's going to give a fuck except for the green wall copium people but um yeah they definitely need to win one of these period yes um I think it'd be a massive letdown if they like somehow were just absolutely dominant online. Two back-to-back five O's that had never been done before, and they don't win like one of the final lands or a land period because they've already got second at two of them. Um, to me, at least, that might be arguably bigger of a flop than like phase in 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 Vanguard, right? Like phase obviously got second, 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 second every land event, but they weren't dominating online like this, so. Um, to dominate online and then to continue to get second or or worse in this case. We don't know what they'll get at Major 5 and Champs, but that would be a massive letdown. Agreed, agreed. I guess we'll have to wait and see. On to the second matchup of winner's bracket. We have Boston Breach and the Minnesota Rocker. This is a little bit more tricky. I think Boston has the edge in the series because typically Boston has just been Rocker more often than not. Um, however, I think Rocker have looked a lot better with Attach on their roster, and I think they had a better run at the last major with arguably a worse team where they were able to squeak out some clutch victories. But um, just looking at the matches since they brought Attach back, they've looked a lot more comfortable, at least in the respawns. Uh, their search and destroy is still not the best. I think they've lost two and won one in their last two series with Attach, um, which isn't really a good a good sign for them i guess but the i think the one map they lost both times was hotel um so it wasn't like multiple different maps like who knows they might just play other maps um but boston i think pat you sit on the flank they haven't won a search i think this entire split or something like that right uh i don't know if it's this entire split but, but honestly both these teams have been super inconsistent in snd yeah so what i think is gonna happen is this is going to go down to it's going to come down to that control. Obviously, I think the SNDs are going to be a 50 50, but I think this control is going to be what does it because I don't think Rocker's not going to play them on hotel if they do. They're stupid. And I don't think Boston plays. Um, what is it called? Expo, which I think Rocker likes. And then it's going to come down to a silo, which is, again, another strong map for both teams. And Rocker is heralded as one of the better um, Asilo teams, at least throughout this entire season. Um, this is a, this is a 50, 50, but I think rocker are going to beat the breach and it's probably going to be damn near the nail in the coffin for the Vegas Legion in their champs hopes. So you have rocker taking this. Yeah. I don't think rocker is good enough. Um, I think with their roster change, they got, they got better, but I actually have breach taking this. I think this will be a game five. Um, I think breach is going to Neslo them. Um, I think Breach has been very inconsistent at, at all game modes. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm not confident in their hard point on land. I'm not confident in them without sound EQ in hard point. Um, I actually do think they're a better control team than the Rocker currently, and I think they're going to two, three, five Neslo them and get it done in five. Yeah, see, that's where my issue comes in is like they just have not looked good at search at all. So if they win the searches, 
unless Rocker are just actually just as bad at search as they are, which you could make a case for with their current team since they, they, they brought back attached. They've looked absolutely clueless on that hotel. And they played that twice, but they did squeak out a game five and they looked really good in that one. Um, I don't see a world where Boston is going to two, three, five a team when they literally couldn't win a search for the entire stage damn near. So, I mean, it's, it's, this, this is going to you, James. What well, do you got for us? You got to think, you got to think sound EQ versus Lynn. There's a little bit of a different play style in, <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, if you guys are just tuning in and maybe this is the first bracket episode you've watched, uh, if Chris and Pat can't decide, um, it then goes to me, God forbid. Um, so, I, you know, the last, like, I think two or three brackets, we've had Boston getting, like, double first rounded. So, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt this time, and they're going to make it out of the first round of winners. And like that, James. They're going like to beat that. the Rocker um, sure. in round one. Um... Do you guys think? One. Do you guys think that like I, we haven't really because of last episode we haven't really touched on it at all? But w what are you guys' thoughts? James, oh. you're putting the wrong team ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was just I was going there first because then they were coming down. I didn't even move mutineers down there. I'm slacking today. You're oh, actually good. not on your shit right now, and I don't appreciate it. I'm I'm slacking. Anyways. Uh, while I'm recovering from my slacking, we haven't talked about the whole attach move uh, on the reverse sweep yet. Um, how do we think that's played out so far? I mean, good. They beat. They they've won their matches with attach. It's put them in a in a in a lead where I don't think. I think if they kept Afro, they probably don't win the matches that they won. Maybe they still beat the thieves, but I don't think they beat Ultra. Um, they've just. We're looking terrible with Afro. Afro, a lot of people, you know, you know, I think Pat wasn't high on this uh, topic, but people said that Afro was like, oh, top five sub, blah, blah, blah. During the first two, first two stages, he was amazing. But after that, he has not been good. And I think Bance has been a more impactful player than him. So some people are like, oh, why, why, why didn't they uh, you know, get rid of Bance? Or why didn't you do that? Well, if you look at their last qualifier match versus Toronto, that's why they didn't get rid of Bance. I think Bance is a very smart player. I think he fits this Modern Warfare 2 type of playstyle. I think um, they they just they need to keep their formula with their original team and just bring in fame as a sub, which he was in Challengers and he was doing well. And I think they're they're benefiting from that. I would almost argue the the fame thing is the most impactful part of this change. Um, yeah, we brought a Tash back in, but fame switching down to a sub is, to me, what's helped this team the most. I think their pacing is a lot better um, overall. Obviously, Dylan Dylan's an all-time great, but um, I think fame running an AR with Afro running a sub and then Bance running a sub, like, they're, they're, they were all over the place, um, in my opinion. So... Uh, I think that's been the, the biggest catalyst for this roster, and, and I'm curious to see how it'll play out on LAN. I think um, if I don't, if I remember right, Fame was pretty nasty at the Challenger events on LAN when he was on uh, Doug's team, so running a sub. So I'm curious to see to see how he plays. Um, he is a player that gets better on LAN, at least in the Challenger stage he did. Um, he's comes from the West Coast, so we had this debate when we were talking about the old heads, but the West coast players, they typically hate the online setting. They are always getting host fucked and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, he, he did really well on Minnesota when he moved over to the Minnesota facility and then obviously bringing back on the team, but he played good at the major. 
the one that they had in Columbus. He actually had a couple standout maps and some big key moments for them. But he was and running an AR. The, he was running an AR, but I think with a submachine gun, I think he's going to have another good impact for this team. Good. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, with chant, like with Major Five, do the teams have to stick to their roster now, right? Uh, whatever they go to Major Five with. Uh, yeah, whatever at their first series at Major Five, that's their roster, right? No, they can still use their subs, but they can't oh, make yeah. any new signings. Oh, okay. Which basically to answer your question, yes, because I don't think anyone's going to use their subs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. On to the next match. I got the bracket situated. Um, and I also like was losing my mind because OBS was lagging. Anyways, Atlanta phase versus Vegas Legion. Any chance Vegas could pull off? Well, a shocker. Pat's gonna if Pat's gonna continue his trend on the flank and not completely change his uh, outcome. I already know where this is going, but I have face because I think they made the improvements they've needed to this stage. Granted, they their their competition this stage compared to some of the others was was definitely weaker. They were winning their hard points. For the most part, they were winning all their HPs. That's been their weakness. Granted, they might not necessarily be quote unquote better at it now. They've just had worse competition. This is gonna give them some fucking confidence. They need it. They've been looking good in the game mode. They're feeling pretty good. I think Abizi has had a pretty lackluster stage, at least in the online, you know, portion where he's not really playing up to the Abizi level. But you're seeing um, simp play really well this stage. I think Slasher's still playing good, and uh, MC and Abizi are kind of just up and down, but they're still winning their matches. And I think um, they're going to be feeling pretty reinvigorated. I feel like I like the fact that Simp is playing really well. I expect them to have a really big major, and I don't think they're going to lose to to the Legion here. James, sorry to do this to you, but this is going to be a Vegas two three five standy masterclass. I think Vegas has improved their hard point. Uh, to Chris's point, and they're going to take both in this series, but I actually have the the Vegas Legion clutching up in a 2-3-5 to keep the champs' hopes alive mm. and send you, FaZe down to play Seattle You really search. think that Legion is going to beat them, beat FaZe in two of their best game modes at a tournament? Crazier I think, things have happened, Chris. Crazier things I, I have think, happened. I think this is probably the worst time that legion could play phase simply because their hard points looked better if they would have played them maybe last split at some point um it maybe have been a little bit easier but i mean so they the didn't problem, look Chris. particularly good on land in the last you're split, so. you're predicting off what should happen we're in toronto we're at a major the last major I'm going to go off what's going to happen, and that's going to be a Vegas <laughs> Legion upset. Something we, we always fail to do in our, in, our, in our bracket predictions is predict the upsets. We do and a lot, I think that is, that, is why, that is why we struggle in getting the perfect bracket because we don't account for upsets, and there's always upsets, and this is going to be one of them on day one. Hmm. James, <laughs> over to you. Uh, listen... As much as I, as much as I hate to agree and take Pat's choice two picks in a row, I actually like the storylines of Vegas Legion taking this map, keeping the dream alive. I'm getting hit with the storyline for, the, cheese, for bro. the sake of like good Call of Duty. 
I would love for that to happen. I'm talking like that's about so much more entertaining five. than than just a, a phase three zero or phase three one. Yeah, and then you wonder what's going to happen next. Is uh, they're going to get stopped? They're going to get stopped <laughs> by the next team they play, and they're going to drop down. They're going to drop down in losers bracket. Rocker. They're going to play Minnesota Rocker for the qualification the spot. Oh yes, my sir. gosh, that would be oh pandemonium. Actually, Rocker will still have to get by Thieves, so that's going to be tough for them. But yeah, but it's just going to happen, like for the LOLs. That's that's how it that's how it works out. Um, the last match of the winners we have: Toronto Ultra and the New York Subliners. Toronto taking this Toronto. Run. It's they're their just home looking series. too good, and they're at their home series. Mm, yeah, and New York is already making questionable decisions, throwing away. A, a, Real game practices to sub in their sub just to advertise him to the league <laughs> to hopefully get him bought out. Listen, this New York team to me compromised. I had Priest in fantasy. Compromise. I'm regretting my choice. Ultra's going to come out here. This is going to be a scrappy master class in front of the Toronto crowd, and it's going to set the set the tone from day one. They're not compromised. If they would have played with their actual team, they probably beat Boston. They go four and one, bro. Compromised. <laughs> Do you think what what do you think of that decision? Like, do you think it was just like okay. strange? Like, or do you think it was a good thing? Like bro, it's not that serious. These guys are confident. These guys are confident in what they're they're able to do for the rest of the year. If they would have won, it put them in a better position for the tournament. They would have played Vegas. And they wouldn't have to play Ultra. So I guess that's a stupid decision. But at the same time, like they're doing their friend a favor. They know they print they made champs. Even if they go to this tournament and they don't do particularly the best, these guys know that they still have another tournament. They have the big one coming up. They're probably not going to be heartbroken about it. I mean, it would suck, but um, dude, they care. They care about their teammate, bro. Wardy's a good friend of theirs. I don't think it's that deep, but who knows? I mean, to me, James, I think it just speaks to the the league. These guys wanted to advertise a teammate to get sold for them. I don't think that's what they were trying to do, bro. They weren't like trying to advertise and be like, yo, dude, you're going to go out there and you're going to get bought out for fucking racks, dude. We need you to fry. No, man. They, they, they literally were just doing their the friend a favor, bro. All his best maps. Listen, what? I'm They're, cool with doing friends a favor, but why didn't they do this month ago, two months ago, three months ago? <laughs> they waited till they qualified for champs and then Boston gets a free dub when they're in like a neck and neck race for qualifying still. Yeah. To me, it was sus. It me, wasn't it was a sus. free dub, bro. The maps were close. And Wardy and yet, played Boston well. Won. Yeah. And got a free points. I, I, I bet Legion would have liked free points. I bet Rocker would have liked free points. Listen, bro, they didn't do nothing wrong. They just they followed the rules. They just decided to use their sub. Pat's mad at people for supporting homies. Can't believe it. That's oh. Hey, 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 you know, you know who else is Wardy's friend, James? Who? Beans and Crimp. Mmm. See what I'm saying? Mmm. The plot thickens. What I'm saying. Well, before we, we before we move on to the losers bracket, um, as you guys know, this is the last qualifier episode, um, and we're gonna have Doug back next week. And so I was like, how can we think of something creative to like make you guys actually just go ahead and hit that sub button? And I didn't even ask Doug if this was okay, but I saw him. He's on this challenge to like do set a world record for pull-ups. And I think like the most subs we've gotten in an episode is somewhere between like 800 and a thousand. 
So for every sub we get this episode, I'm going to force Doug to do a pull-up for every sub next episode. And while he's doing that, maybe me, Chris, and Pat will just kind of chop it up and talk some Call of Duty, and he'll just be doing pull-ups in the background. So if you guys would like to see that, make sure you hit the sub button, and uh, we will <laughs> love... That would actually be, be pretty funny. That would that be funny, be right? It, I mean, it could that would be, be pretty it, funny. Could be a lot. Uh, maybe, we'll, maybe what we'll do is like we'll record it separately and like put it like on ten times speed, and he's just in the corner. He's in the corner, just push, doing push-ups, <laughs> just or pull-ups, just doing pull-ups the whole time. Anyways, on to the losers bracket: uh, Florida Mutineers versus LA Thieves. I, I have to say thieves. I, I mean, I know they had a terrible online performance, but there are defending champions. Um, same thing kind of happened to Toronto at the previous event. They won and had a horrible online stage and then came out and still looked pretty good. Um, so I'm going to expect being back on land, they're going to be in their environment. And I just don't think Florida is the team that would upset them here. I think there can definitely be some some team a, a team that upsets them. I just don't think it's going to be. Florida. Listen, you already said we have. Let's do it. We have problems with uh, you know predicting the underdog, predicting the upsets, and uh, this is why we don't get the perfect bracket. Mutineers' track record against thieves has actually been pretty decent. It, like for being a low tier team against a top tier team, they beat them this stage. They already upset them once at the Dallas Major, I believe. Um. They've, I think they've beat them in another online match prior to that. Like they've actually beat them. I think they've, they've beat them at least twice, you know, so far. One of those being online and one of those being online. Listen, I think this is going to set us up for the Rocker Vegas match. I think Muneers is going to upset the Thieves here, which is going to push them into the next match against the Rocker. And I don't think Muneers is going to, you know, beat Rocker. Rocker's going to beat the, you know, Muneers. And then it's going to set us up for the Vegas Legion Rocker match. I don't think that Rockers will beat Rocker will beat the Thieves in this storyline. And for the storyline's sake, I think we're going to have the Muneers upsetting the Thieves here. All right, James. After all that spiel, we can agree the LA Thieves are going to defeat the, the Mutineers 3-0. When you were talking about how we needed to like mix up the bracket more, <laughs> I was looking through. And like that, this matchup just like highlighted in my brain. And I was like, that's the one I want to pick. So I was really hoping you guys had a split decision on this because oh, the God. Florida Mutineers are knocking out LA Thieves <laughs> in losers round one. Ruined. Yeah, in losers, I love that we're we're going rogue with this bracket, but that we're might be a good rogue. thing. That might be a good thing. Everyone in the live chat, the live premiere chat for YouTube, is just losing their mind right now. We've gone cookie cutter with every bracket. Bro, it has been. It's been very like we've had the same top fourteen. It still might be similar top teams, but you're telling me thieves are going to go from winning the event to getting first round. Okay, by the but mutineers? if you, I mean, they went one and four. Yeah, they look great today though. Against London, <laughs> yo, yo, Pat's got his mic in front of him, but he's at least smiling, like he's. Yeah. Oh. Nah, because look, look, look. Now we're moving on. I got the Royal Ravens <laughs> upsetting the Minnesota. <laughs> no way, you're no. doing this. Nah, he's not. He's trolling, bro. He's the trolling. next next matchup is 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 Rocker versus London. And hey, we're gonna be realistic here. Dude, I picked the wrong shirt for this Listen, episode. My pits we're gonna be are sweating out. <laughs> Listen, Pat, we're gonna we're gonna be realistic here. The Rocker oh, now have we're made being realistic. Yes, the Rocker have made insane improvements with the Tatch. 
They've looked a lot better at Hardpoint. You know, they won a match against Ultra and Thieves, two teams that have won a major this year. These guys are fighting for their lives. They need every single win they can get. And with that being said, I got the Royal Ravens upsetting the Rocker in round one of Loser's Bracket. Don't do I this. agree, James. We're not no! disagreeing. What are we doing? There is actually no, no way. There's Dude, actually I can actually see it happen though. Are you are you actually like you're locking it in? Like deal no, or no deal? I'm trolling. Oh, I'm you're trolling. okay. Thank God somebody's trolling. Walker. I don't think he was trolling. He was Pat was very Bro, prepared to just Ravens say Ravens have not won a series on land, I don't think, this entire year. It's Ex not it's not starting. Exactly. Expect the <laughs> unexpected. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this, one's, this one's up to you, James. <laughs> oh, it's up to me. A rocker. I'm not letting this one slide. There's what? absolutely no way. <laughs> There's no way. I'm all I'm all for the storylines. But yeah, it's just there's no way. There's Dude, absolutely no shot. No not a shot in the fucking world, bro. So you guys are telling me that you have the Royal Ravens getting twelfth, five events in a row. If That's I crazy. If, if this happens, I'll eat my own. I'll eat my own meat on stream, just like Enable was supposed to. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this whole episode is just going rogue. No, this episode's troll, bro. Um. Well, okay. Yeah. No. The answer to your question, Pat, is yes. They will be exiting top twelve for so this James, the this fifth and final time. <laughs> This technically means that they're going to be the first team in CDL history <laughs> to not win to a single an, match on no, land. No, 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 no. To have an average placing of 13th in a 12-team league <laughs> because they got 16th at the first major. <laughs> that's bad. No, that's oh. actually criminal. Wait, bro, are they the first team in history to never win a series on land? Gotta be. I mean, it's got to be if it's the same, the average placement thing, then I, I don't know. Dude, not winning an entire series at a tournament for an entire year, that is fucking criminal. I mean, you have is to it, think there's like some challengers rosters I mean, that would have. Hold on. hold on, let's look back, though. Seattle Surge has not won a single match on land since like December. Really? Outside of LAG, they've never won. Oh, a well, they won, they've still won a match. Though. Yeah, but LAG doesn't count, bro. <laughs> Just completely stretched that. That was not. <laughs> hey, it's the truth, though. In 2023, the Seattle Surge have only beat LAG on land. They haven't Bro, beat you a single one. Of the you want what's criminal about Ravens, though? It's like, yeah, Ravens have, you know, played shit. They got their last seed. But every single major bracket has had this, like, weird, fucked up match that happens. Like a team, like a good team. Like, for example, like, look at Thieves and Surge. The like, Evil Surge, I guess, not really the best example, but. Look at thieves, bro. Like thieves in losers bracket. Then there's like been moments Toronto where there's last like major. Toronto in losers bracket. Yeah. Blah blah. It makes it so. There's some weird match that's in the first in the first round of winners, and they oh the the a good team always drops down and plays Ravens like right away like every time. <laughs> it's not they don't ever get like an easy one. You know what I mean? They always get the hard team, and they just get they just get bombed out immediately. Well, I mean, this time they don't necessarily have a this hard. This is probably team. their best. This is chance. their best chance at winning, dude. That would that would suck for the the Rocker organization if if they went down to London and so did their champs' hopes. Oh, yeah. Like, because you couldn't really ask for a better draw first round if you're Rocker, like by playing yeah. Breach and then 
London. Like well, those yeah, are because, two I mean, decent if you look shots. At it, if if both teams are if both teams lose like seeding wise, if both teams are supposed to lose the team above them, Vegas is going to draw Seattle, and Rocker is going to draw Ravens. Those are two completely different teams, realistically. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they definitely have the easier the easier time here at this major for sure. All right, so just like that, London places thirteenth, um, and we move on to Phase versus Surge. The fact that this is a losers round one matchup is wild. I think this happened at the last major or something like that. No, some one of these majors or something like this. I think this match exact matchup ha- or no 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 that's not what it was. Our last major, we had this exact same like matchup in the losers bracket happening. It I wasn't losers, we, we but it wasn't losers round one. I wasn't think it like was. round three? Am I crazy? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was close, but um, I've just phase. been watching so much Call of Duty. So it, this ain't my bracket because I had phase up in the winners and y'all have voted against is me. But phase this. is not losing this. Yeah, surge are horrible. <laughs> the surge are chalked, bro. Like they are ho- they are horrible. Um, they should have made a change. This whole brotherhood mentality is just complete fucking bullshit. Um, you're gonna leave. And the thing is, you, you want to know what it is, bro? I told you already. I'm, I said on the flank, Fred and Sib are gone. At least Fred is definitely gone. Sib might get re-signed and maybe build a roster around him on this organization. But these guys are obviously still all friends for, outside of like the fact that they're just teammates. If they were to like boot off Lamar or boot off Mac, bench them, et cetera, et cetera, and or give, both. let's say, or both, and give like Gwyn and somebody else or just Gwyn a starting spot um, for the rest of the the tournament for the rest of the year, like that would be so fucked up from an organizational standpoint to like essentially kick somebody off for for that for the end of the season and then just bring them back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because you got to think Pred and Sib would have the power here if they wanted to make a change. So yeah. Um, I think that's yeah. Fugues, that that's I think it's. Thing. I think yeah. Well, it's Fugues, it's Fugues, but I guarantee that's the mentality because, as much as some people might disagree with me, I think this could could possibly be Lamar, and even Max, uh, potential last season in the CDL as starters, just because they have been getting absolutely world starred. And they're not. And I said this before. It's worse with them because they have Pred and Sib on their team. They have two. At one point, uh, Pred still continuing his like reign of just being a fucking top player, obviously statistically. And then Sib at one point was also in that conversation at the beginning of the year. And you're dropping stinkers with those two on your team. It's not the same as like Vegas, where their whole team is dog shit. It's not the same thing as like London. Their whole team is just dog shit. You have two players that are actually going out there and fighting for their life and you still can't contribute. They're doing so. They're literally just bailing you out, bailing you out, bailing you out over and over and over. And you can't give them one. They're keeping you in the league. <laughs> like that is arguably worse than when your whole team is ass. So. Look, James, Chris said a lot to say that phase is moving on and Seattle surge is going home. Sad. Unfortunate. Despair, absolutely. For them, them, not for us. You know, it's not unfortunate <laughs> uh, that I don't think we'll have too much trouble with the next matchup, which is the New York Subliners versus Los Angeles Gorillas. 3 New York. <laughs> DoorDash. Gorillas are equally as horrible as the Ravens. They just 
have a few more online wins under their now, belt. This is this is the bathroom break challenge. Like I might actually go and take a deuce and come back and the series will be over before I get back from taking a dump. Are you calling them shit? Yes. <laughs> this is it's bad. It's never been worse, actually. Well, no, London's worse, but it's, it's, it's pretty up there. Day day two of the tournament is my favorite days because we get all the bad teams out. And I love that. I don't want to have to watch their series anymore. <laughs> we should have, like, right before Champs Grand Finals, we should have London and LAG pull up and play each other and call it the absolute shit. Call it, call it the blow it up bowl. I'm down. That'd be pretty entertaining, I feel like. And they literally, whoever loses just is removed from the CDL. That's kind of harsh. <laughs> 25 million buy in revoked. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for playing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that'll conclude uh, losers round one. Um, so we'll move back up to the winners brackets and back up to Optic Gaming versus Boston Breach. Absolute Optic. smoke show. Quick three zero. <laughs> I don't know about three zero. I think Boston has looked a little bit better uh, with Reese. I think Beans is hitting form. I think Awakening has been doing really good. But they're also on the online EQ cheese wave. And listen. Although they've made improvements, the fact that they played that land match against Rocker with EQ when they were at a land technically just shows me that you were not confident in yourself and your actual ability as a player, and you were just begging for wins at this point. So, you breach. Three say, hello, say hello to China for me. Ni hao, motherfuckers. <laughs> we got what Optic moving on. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, an Optic three off. Quick one for uh top of the winners bracket and possibly another quick one unless we're feeling really crazy uh Vegas Legion versus Toronto Ultra Ultra Rio 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 And this is good. This is good because it, great. it gets it gets us to the Vegas loser bracket matchup even faster. Exactly. What we needed what we needed right here. And then, wait, wait, wait. We're actually, Chris, you're actually an idiot, by the way. Why? Because the bracket flips here. It flips. Yeah, I just realized uh, that too. Oh, it flips again? That's the only time it flips, I think. No, it flips after round one. So this, this, yeah, no, this is fine. Legion, no, yeah, Legion plays the top side and then. Oh, yeah, no. Optic would play the bottom side. Yeah, We're right. Yeah, but they'll be good. It could still happen. Yeah, they're fine. That's, that's how it what, works. That's what I said. What's what? the problem? <laughs> Why am I, I an idiot? <laughs> I just wanted to wait. call Chris an idiot. Oh, wait, well, I'm right, right? It doesn't flip here. It flips. If it, it flips here, that I mean, Dodgers hat, here. that Dodgers yes. hat is okay, on a little too tight. Ah, that's loosen, funny, loosen the straps. Come from you, Mister Lakers are gonna win Game Three with a 35 point LeBron <laughs> okay. James. I was class. confident. I was confident. Oh, oh bro, has faded, bro. He was just like, yeah. No, you're right. I'm like, wait, bro. Pat is so Pat is so annoying. He will I just say had something. Throw, I, I had to make sure you're on you're on the right page. He will say something that is completely wrong, then just agree with you out of conviction. Not like say he's wrong. He'll just be like, you're right. Yeah. No, 100. percent I mean, yeah. I, was, I was what I said wrong? All I said was, Chris, you're an idiot. It flips here, and that's that's a valid statement. <laughs> One, Chris, you're an idiot, and two, it does indeed flip here. <laughs> no, they were related. I was just saying two statements. He's just he's oh, okay. He's ignoring he's, the undertones. You forgot you 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 forgot the period. 
Yeah, that that was that was on me. <laughs> I did forget. But the two statements are true. Okay, sure. Oh, Pat, you're just confusing way, James, everyone 3 today. The Toronto Ultra. What do you mean? We have an Optic Gaming Ultra winner bracket final. That is that's as that's as good of Call of Duty as you could possibly get. That's what I'm saying. There's no confusion there. You're a visionary, Pat. I don't know what to Thank tell you. you. I don't know and how James, you do it. When you think about it, I have gotten three of the last, or well, we're major <laughs> five now, four of the last, no, no, three, because I, I got the first one wrong. Three of the last uh, three major predictions right for the winner. So you got to think, you got to think I'm on, I'm on for. Yeah, don't reveal right it Yeah, Don't reveal your final choice yet, but I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, curious yeah. where it goes because if this streak ends, I think the whole Call of Duty community is going to be in shambles. Um, it's going to be a sad day. It will be. It will be. Uh, losers round two. I mean, for the for the storylines, I think we know where this one's going. But Florida Mutineers versus Minnesota Rocker. Well, the the good thing about Florida is they don't have to learn Chinese. They actually have to learn Spanish. Mm. And Chris, I don't know Spanish, so I'll let you take that one away. Because the Florida Mutineers are going home sad here. And will indeed have to learn Spanish in the offseason when the heretics take over and move the team to Miami. Listen, there's a, there's a Spanish saying that is very popular in the Call of Duty scene. All right. And it goes a little something like vamos. And in this case, for the Florida Mutineers, they are vamosing all the way back home because it is all over for their season. I thought you were going to say on uh, this match. No mama's way. Is that what it is? That, is, that what it is? <laughs> I mean, that's one of them. I thought he was going to hype. I thought he was hyping it up and then he was just going to say adios. <laughs> just no. leave it at that. But they, they're going to they're going to vamonos all the way home is what's going to happen. Um. All right. So Florida, you're out of here. Um. And then the matchup. This is like almost like a mini grand finals within the tournament. Dude, please don't glitch out OBS. Please. No, we still got to go. We still got to go to the bottom match. I know, I know, I know, I know. I was getting a little excited. Phase oh, versus yeah, excited. NYSL. This is this a, a, a matchup of the Titans in this losers actually, round 2. James, it's actually going to be a phase master class. So, mm. I think I think Phase is going to 3-0 surge in the round 1 that we just we went over. They're going to smoke them, like smoke show, get them out of the venue type series. They're going to move on and they're going to absolutely do the same thing to subliners, except there's going to be a round 11 SND. But they're going to win it. Mm. And it's going to be a back-to-back 3-0 and Phase is going to start hot in the loser bracket on a 6-0 <laughs> map run, James. Oh, man, dude. Chris? I think... Chris, you know FaZe is not losing to New York. They never have. They smoked these guys. Smoked them last tournament, too. <laughs> you watched it. You were right beside me. We were watching it live. Yeah, they but New York fucking trolled, bro. That S&D, the one before, absolutely heinous. And Abizi's going to do it to him again. We've talked about it. Abizi has these guys, like, he's living rent-free in these guys. All right. Listen, FaZe is going to win this. But I do I think agree. that subliners are going to make this close. Yeah, but I do have FaZe moving forward. Maps. <laughs> oh, I feel like I know. I'm not going to say it yet, but I feel like I know the direction that Pat's going to go with for his finals prediction. 
I'm gonna keep you don't it close know. to yeah. my chest, though. You don't no, know. You you know exactly where he's going. You don't, do. you don't even know. have to question it, guys. I've called. The, think about it. Think about it. I called the correct winner of Boston, the correct winner of Texas, and the. Correct I'm not winner agreeing with you this time. Of, of Columbus, I'm you not guys have agree never agreed with, with me in the finals ever. <laughs> I think I'm like not doing it now. You guys could be three zero with me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but you took the other end of the bet. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Uh, it's, I say we do the loser bracket first before we get to the winner final. Yeah, we can do that. We can do losers okay. first. Uh, we're going to do the grand finals part one, which is uh, Vegas Legion versus the Minnesota Rocker. So, like, will this be a case if this happens? Is it who it like? Will it be whoever yeah. wins goes the champs? Yeah, this is this is like a for sure. No, basically. is it? Wait, actually, what, no, because what, how um, far away are Vegas from Seattle? Seattle might. There's a world where Seattle gets bounced here. There is a really? world. Look at the standings. So I think where we have Breach making it this far, they're good, right? So Breach is in. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you got to think, like. Hold on. I got to I gotta look at the standings right now. Hold this, on. Well, let me answer this first, James. This match will at least determine the, the seating, right? Like, Vegas could be better than Rocker yeah. seating-wise. But. <laughs> But I think I think this match with Seattle getting bounced round one, Seattle could be in trouble here. <clears throat> All right, here are the standings. So if Seattle get bounced out round one, they're at 190, which is what we have. Minnesota, up until this point, would have gained 20 points. So that would have put them ahead of Seattle. Um, Vegas, at this point, would have gained 20 points, 20 points which would put them... They're, wow, Vegas is 20 points behind right now, so that would put them at 180. They're still down 10 points from Surge. So Minnesota, even if... So would Vegas have to win? Or? They would have... No, they would win this match and put them at 190, which would put them tied with Surge. What's their head... Is, and it goes to head-to-head, -to -head, or what's the go-to? I have no idea what their head-to-head -head is. Is that what it goes know. down to, though? Probably, yeah. If they're the Probably. only teams tied at 190, but didn't you say Rocker would be tied at 190 as well? No, no, no. Right now, at this point in the tournament where we have them, they would be at 200 points because they get 10 points per loser's bracket match. They would be at 200, and Seattle's at 190. So that would put them ahead. Uh, is, is Bo Bo okay, we still have Boston in the tournament. So, so that by what you're really saying, does, Par does, does Vegas have to make a winners or losers Top final? Three. If we have the the way the bracket is right now for us, they would have to make a losers final, I think, or something like that. Oh, crazy. Wait, where are the points at right now? Like, where is Vegas? Is, the... Vegas is at one. Okay, with our bracket, because this doesn't matter. No, no, like, no, we're no. Just, without we're our talking... bracket, where's Vegas at right now? One sixty. Minnesota's at one eighty. Surge is at one ninety. Where's Breach at? Breach is at one ninety as well. They're tied. Okay, so Breach is pretty in. Yeah, Breach is in. Yeah. Uh, they should be with our bracket. That's what I'm saying. With our bracket, yeah, Seattle or Vegas would still have to win another match with unless, our current bracket, unless they tie and have head to head. Yeah, or if that's the tiebreaker, I don't know if that's the actual tiebreaker because I never really cared or paid attention to it. That's actually insane. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, they would still have to. They would still have to win again. I think. Either way, James, still the grand final. And I have Vegas coming out ahead, making it interesting, keeping the dream alive with a Don Temp masterclass, making it rain, sending the Minnesota Rocker home in shambles. Chris? Yeah, I got the same thing. Cool. 
I also had uh, the same thing. We're keeping the dream alive, gentlemen. This is well, a hell of a bracket. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. What is this? Is this top four Legion right now? Yeah, it's top four. The, what Legion, Legion makes top four. And then we still don't six? make it. And then we have crazy. Boston Breach versus Atlanta Phase. So, I'm going to lead on this one, Chris, if you don't mind. Three this is going to be another Phase 3-0. <laughs> they're going to start the loser bracket hot, and then they come out in a 9-0 run, not dropping a single map in the loser bracket, beating great teams. <clears throat> I think Boston just does not match up well with current Phase. I think Phase has made improvements to Hardpoint. They still kept their S&Ds really good, and Boston has not been winning searches at all. So uh, I think I got FaZe coming out on top of this one if they match up in the bracket. All I'm right. I'm our bracket so far, <clears throat> gentlemen. Our top four teams of Major 5 is Optic, Ultra, Legion, and FaZe. And there's only one upset there, really, right? Like, the three of those are the top four teams. Yeah. Legion's yeah. the only upset here. Yeah, which... they, they make the miracle run. Somebody's yep. always going to do it. Now, we'll go to winner's final first. Optic Texas versus Toronto Ultra in Toronto. I still got Optic. They've just they've they've just been looking better than every other team. Um they played Ultra at this stage. They still fried them regardless of how uh the improvements that Ultra have made. Uh Optic just look like the clear best team at least in our regular season right now. But uh, they got to make another final. I think, I mean, I'm going to spoil it already for me, but I think this is where they finally get over the hump um, and they probably take this tournament. But yeah, I got Optic making it all the way to the grand finals through winners, which um, is this the first time they would have made it through winners? Yes. Yes. So yeah, yeah. They, this is, I think, I think that's going to give them the edge because um, yeah. we've already talked about how their map pool is like a little bit on the weaker side at certain in certain like aspects of it. And I think them getting that little small veto advantage is going to help them get um, a slightly more preferable map pool. And it's probably going to be what helps them finally hurdle or you know, climb over the hurdle. Yeah. I'm sure Pat has the same, same <laughs> results for the rest of the tournament as well. I actually <laughs> have Toronto ultra falling game five <laughs> round. 11. Wow. The bait. <laughs> Game I five, Texas round eleven. Walk, walk while while I while I move these teams around. Walk me through the round eleven. This is what's gonna happen. They're gonna break off four v four. What map? It's gonna be a Mercado S and D. Can and I see those two teams playing that map? Yeah, yeah. Game five. There's gonna <laughs> be a there's gonna be a triple nade. <laughs> First blood. <laughs> And they're going to first blood Shotzi with a triple grenade. Toronto is. And then uh, Hixie's going to be killed by Dash. He's going to get sniped. And then Dash is going to rotate and pick up Shotzi's weapon. It's going to be a 3v3. This is so detailed. And then, and then Kleenex is going to find two on bomb, around bomb. He's going to find two. He's going to kill Ghosty. And he's gonna kill Hook, and so it's gonna Who's be on Big offense Brucey. And defense. Uh, optics on offense, and it's gonna okay. be Big Brucey in a one v three, 
with Shotzi's sub back pocket and a sniper. He's going to pick Kleenex with the sniper. So it's a 1v2. And then he's going to two-piece the remaining Toronto Ultra players after they let him get bombed down. And he's going to win the round. Game 5, round 11. Wow. Don't, don't say you, you didn't hear it here first. Writing, writing that down. Ah, mm. <laughs> oh, you're a national treasure. You are bad. Mercado S and D. Triple made. Triple made. <laughs> Triple <somebody>. made. <laughs> One of a kind. Anyways, <laughs> we will move on then to the elimination losers semifinal. Is this where the Legion's road ends? According yes. to Pat, FaZe has won nine straight maps without losing a single map. What happens here, Pat? They're going to make it 12. It's going to be another <laughs> FaZe 3 0. And they're going to move on to our loser finals against Toronto Ultra with a steaming hot 12 0 map count run in the loser bracket. Listen, if they if these two teams matched up in the bracket, they already did in round one, and I had FaZe coming out on top, but I that was, was outvoted. The tournament. FaZe, FaZe is going to beat Legion again if they have to play him again. All right, then. <laughs> They're going to get their revenge. And the Legion is not going to qualify for champs by this math. Unfortunate. But that's just the way the, crook, the cookie If they crumbles. beat FaZe to qualify for champs, would that be like one of the most clutch... Like, That'd be legendary, but that, the problem is they're going to go to champs and get dead last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, that would I mean that would be their champs in a way. This is their yeah, champs. That's their whole tournament. Series. Because for the most part, like, I think we can assume they probably, even if they do make champs, it, it's not looking super bright. But, like, them making champs would be them winning champs. They have, they're the only team that has to qualify for their own home series. No, that's tragic. <laughs> that is a dagger. <laughs> uh, losers final. I'm actually like kind of curious where Pat goes with this. I'm going to have Pat go second on this um, okay. just to create the build up a little bit. I want to hear what Chris has to say first. We have Toronto Ultra after losing tragically in a round 11 to Optic Gaming because Dashy just pulled off a 1v3. And they're now knocked down to losers final against Atlanta phase coming steaming hot off of 12 straight maps after they Great lost recap. to Vegas. Hey, that's why they paid me the big bucks. I have, if ultra and phase had played each other, um, I have ultra finally taking that map set. Um, nothing's going to change here, regardless of Pat's storyline that he's cooked up here. <laughs> Uh, Ultra's at their home series. They're feeling good. I feel like Ultra and FaZe always have a pretty good series. I think Scrappy's been hitting new levels. Um, Kleenex is looking back up to form. hixie has been playing a little bit better. The only person that's kind of worrying for me right now is Insight, but um, FaZe have been pretty vulnerable towards the tail end of the season, at least against the other top teams. And I feel like this is going to be finally the one where Ultra takes him out and is in the grand final of their own major. And we're going to get a... CDL Dallas Major 3 rematch. That was a good story. Um, there's nothing wrong with fictional stories. I read them all the time. But 
Over here on the reverse sweep, we focus on nonfiction, Chris. <laughs> Documentary style. And what we have here is FaZe capitalizing on the heartbroken Toronto Ultra that just got 1v3 in a game five round 11. And again, 3 0 ing to keep this the streets alive. They are going to go on a 15 0 loser bracket run to advance to the grand final. So Optic you're saying Texas. they're breaking they're breaking our they're breaking our phase win streak and losers bracket. Nah, because ours was in one day. This is multi day here. Uh that does I guess that is a good point. They're gonna tie it technically, well, but James, over the course of multiple days. It's up to you. I am going to have your phase making grand James finals. I culture. don't agree with how Pat has this all going down. But I do think FaZe will end up taking the series. Think about it, though. They get upset by Legion day one and then just absolutely hit a new gear and run through the loser bracket. 15-0 maps, dominant performance. They don't lose a single search in this 15-0. You're, saying, you're, mode, saying, you're saying that the only team that is going to beat FaZe, because I know you're going to have the grand final going against OpTic. It's your style. Um, you don't you're like saying style. you're saying that you're saying that the only team that is going to beat <laughs> that's going to beat phase at this major is going to be the Legion so far. Yes, that's what I'm saying <laughs> so far. OK, all right. So grand finals time. I got op if this is the grand final optic literally has not lost to phase this entire season. I'm pretty sure land online does not matter. They can't wait. Phase cannot beat this team. They won't beat this team if Optic is playing up to their their standards and their current potential. Phase is fucked. Optic is winning. Again, phenomenal series. I don't know oh. if that was book two in your little non-fiction trilogy, but <laughs> what we talked about in the beginning of the show is that we we always lack accounting for for the 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 impossible. And for me, in this grand final matchup. After FaZe wins 15 maps in a row in the loser bracket, <laughs> I have Optic Gaming, Op Optic Texas actually, going up 2-0 in the best of seven for FaZe to take a nice bathroom break, a nice regain with Coach Crowder and Co. I'm actually going to walk off the flank set, meet him in the hallway, give him a speech, and they're going to rally back four maps straight and take Major 5 4-2 in the grand final, best of seven against Optic Texas to reclaim and be the only team to win two majors in Modern Warfare 2 and hoist the trophy high in Toronto and finally get their revenge against not being able to beat Optic in this game. That was a great story, Pat. All right, yo, uh, James, Optic won. Uh, wrap it up. What's the what? map count? We're I have 4-2 face. Chris, what's I your map count? I have 4-2 Optic. Oh, this is a hard one. Are you guys, are you guys I, betting I, against the 3-0 right now? The problem, this is the, listen, everybody watching, we all know that Pat has, has secured a couple impressive guesses. Three, three predictions. But this shows you all that Pat's hatred towards Optic is superior to his want to keep this prediction streak going.
He said, Not you know what? James. I'm throwing my prediction streak out the window. I cannot muster up the strength to say that Optic Gaming will take Major 5. But Not it's okay, games. Pat. It's okay. Because I'll, has no I'll do it in the for you. Finals. It's okay because no I'll They've do it for you. Two 5-0 stages and got second. <laughs> Optic Texas takes Major 5. And Pat's streak of guessing finals winners comes <laughs> To a <laughs> screeching halt. The Sunday night major five reverse sweep is gonna <laughs> is really Chad gonna be better good. be spamming W's in the premiere right now. You're gonna see. They're gonna be they're gonna be I'm gonna be four and I'm gonna be four and I I want I want an apology dinner out of both of you at at champs. <laughs> one, of, one from each. A Friday deal. night and a Saturday night. <laughs> deal. Friday and okay. I'm, deal. It's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, you lo you lost me, bro. So we do have yeah. Optic winning. Um, sorry, Pat. Let's clarify. Sorry, Pat. Me and Chris have Optic winning, and the reverse sweep by majority rules has Optic winning. Um, we're going to go on to a couple quick fire questions really quick before we close out the episode. Um, just a couple little fun ones to toss in here before we end our final qualifier week episode. So we have Optic winning. Now on to these questions. What is this is this is probably an easy one, but like games like Counter Strike and League of Legends have proven um, successful to have one game that that kind of takes form and gets additions over time. Counter Strike not so much, I guess. It's it's a very simple um, game, and even Counter Strike Two is very simple to the original. If you had to pick one COD that was the base COD. To become that, which Call of Duty would it be? Black Ops Two. I, I mean, you gotta think real quick before Chris answers. We already do right. that. Think about the maps that are in throwbacks in like every Treyarch game. Anyway, there are we're already using Raid and Standoff. Like, how many times have those maps came back? Like, I think simply for maps alone, it's Black Ops Two. And I also think the Pick Ten system was the most competitive system we ever had. So I think if we're building off a title. To use as our base, it has to be BO2. Um, I would say that as well, but I still think, um, because like, listen, I'm a big fan of old school Call of Duty and stuff, and I do agree there's, you know, I, I like the consistency factor of some of those games, but I still think that some of those, uh, some of those games are kind of dated in ways, and my taste in video games and Call of Duty in specific has grown, and um. I would say Black Ops 2, but I still think we need like a movement mechanic. Maybe not necessarily slide cancel or something like a slide cancel that didn't have a broken hitbox or broken cameras, but there needs to be move more movement in COD. Yeah, strafing and all that's cool. Fast strafing, fast pull-up time. It's cool, but I still think there needs to be a little bit more of a skill gap, especially in the modern day eras of Call of Duties. And I don't mind like a slide cancel. Like I said, for me... The Cold War one wasn't too good, too too bad, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'd probably say Bo2 if they added like a movement, but Cold War would also be a pretty acceptable answer for me if we just built off that game and added more Treyarch assets and stuff. Okay, wow, that would be boring. <laughs> it was the same thing, bro. That, that game was made in less than a year. That game would be boring. <laughs> it was a good game. It was an underrated competitive game. A lot of people maps, liked it. Maps for Horde. Well, yeah, no shit, but I said adding maps. Yeah, like you're talking like, about the base game, like the 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 feel of it, the look of it, the guns, the like 
Well, you know, and, not and part like of the, the part of this like question, every asset. Part of this question stemmed because I believe someone, um, one of our our writers at Deserto, uh, like had a sit down interview with one of the COD developers, and they were talking about like the possibility of having a set map set every year, um, that like would they would basically field together all the best maps of in Call of Duty, and then just release those maps at launch, maybe plus a couple new ones every year. Um, do you think that'd be good for the game? Uh, yes, I think, I think there's a lot of gaming genres nowadays that are capitalizing on nostalgia. Um, it happens less so in maybe like the multiplayer type games, but I mean, a clear, a clear fucking example of it to a degree is Counter-Strike. Like that game's hardly changed, um, for years if you wanted to actually look at that game, but like, look at the, like, this is an MP relay, but look at Resident Evil. Resident Evil as a franchise, for those of you guys don't know, is a horror, is a horror video game. Um, and they've basically been remaking their last couple, like some of their most like, successful titles and essentially remastering them where it's not identical to the original. It's like better graphics, improved mechanics, um, even like different level design um, to, to some degree. And people have been fucking loving it. Like, everyone loves it. And it's I feel like that's very prominent in a lot of different games and fields. I'm sure you can look up other examples, and maybe some of you guys have some in mind. But people love the old... Dude, people always make this argument that, like, video games didn't get worse, and we just got older. That is fucking cap. Because back in the day, more of the video game industry was focused on making great titles and... And the video games were way more passionate as gaming and stuff like that became more popular, especially with COVID. Big corporate, big corporations literally sought out for ways to just make fucking money. And they monetize the fuck out of their games and they have like psychologists and shit like that, like try to observe the behaviors and stuff like that. They get people addicted and try to get you to just play games and they don't make them for just fun. They make them to make money. So, yeah, I think I think that would be ideal for competitive Call of Duty and Call of Duty in general. Yeah. Um, I I think again, my big thing is just the the amount of disconnect between the professional community and the developers is the number one problem. It's always been the number one problem. It will continue to be the number one problem because even if they make these directions to, to, to do what, what, you know, what that interview was saying. It's like, there's still not an open line of communication between the pro players and the developers. And now being on the developer side, I can tell you how beneficial that would be if, if the, the right, you know, right people were on the other end of that call from the development side. Um, and just closing that gap, I think is always going to be the number one issue so until that happens i personally don't think any efforts made will, will really change anything well said on to the next one what would you say is the worst roster move of all time in cod history if there was a worse roster move that a Picking team made quick for complexity <laughs> Dude, half the comments of last episode was just aches hates too quick. Aches hates too quick. I love I love Aaron on a personal level. It's just that roster move was seriously detrimental to to our team's success for those five months. Mm, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to go that 
far back if I wanted to really reach out. CDL level, I'd probably say drop and dashy. Those twice. guys twice. Those guys are big faded. That guy no, is actually. A... I know. I know. The, I know. I know. It's optics World War Two team. Oh wait. That's by far the worst roster move ever. They literally picked up Octane and Methods on the same team to pair with Crimson and, and Scum. Scum. That's that kind of wait. That worst oh, move damn. ever. Ghost Ghost Op Deal Optic is riddled with bad roster changes. Ghost Optic also picked why. up me, Clay, and Ricky to play with Nade Shot. Oh, oh, you know another terrible one? That Envy team with Clayster, J Cap, Merc, and uh the AW one. Oh was it yeah, Clay, J Cap, was... Merc, and Nameless. Was that it? I don't know. Wasn't Zuma on Envy at one no, point? No, that was before. He was still on denial at this point. Oh, okay. He was on denial at champs. I'm pretty was sure he? it was Merc. I think no. He well, Zuma wasn't on denial at champs at AW. He was on Envy still. It was Zuma. No, it was right, Zuma right Merc. Champs. What was the event right before champs? Regionals. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what it was. Either way, this one's up there. This roster was horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, AW. well, it I was think my, mine's Merc, still up. Yeah, Merc, Nameless, J-Cap, and Clayster. Merc, they Nameless, J-Cap, and Clay? Whoa. Yes. They got... Bro, there's like that's like four ARs. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Oh, well, COD Gamepedia is just inaccurate. They don't even have Envy right for the first event. They they have they have Clay being on Envy for the MLG Columbus Open, but Clay was on my team. We won the event. Um, anyway. Wait, what? Yeah, this is this is all completely inaccurate. Clay was on your team for what event? The Ghost opener, was he not? Oh, it was Ghost. Okay. Yeah, but it was um, Merc, Nameless, J-Cap, and Clayster was the team. Jesus. Mm. All right. That team was pretty horrible on AW. The next question, and this could be maybe more in recent history um, because of how like roster mania goes down now with the CDL, um, or if there there's a roster that maybe had high expectations early on. What would you say is the biggest flop roster of all time that just did not live up to expectations? Or like, how good they like should have the been on paper? Yeah, yeah, or in general, maybe the like they might have made changes after a, a LAN or two, but like they were on paper or hyped up way better than they ended up being. What was Optics Cold War team? Dashy, no. Dashy, formal scump, and Envoy. That's probably it. I don't need those guys. I don't think they did. They win a tournament in that game. Mm -mm. I don't think they did. No, the team I think they were. This. They were pretty, yeah. They were pretty pissed um, for op for like the standards of that roster. Like, see that roster on paper on some other games, you'd be like, whoa. But for for that game, I think they were pretty horrible. Um, what else is there? Phase Bo three, <clears throat> Phase Bo three. But they, they, I mean, it's the same team. They just stuck together. It's not the same. I think like, I think you want to. I think for this question, you want to target a roster that was formed to like perform on a game. That was terrible. Uh, fucking optics, fucking team it with methods and Sam. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Um, does Face have any weird roster moves? No. Would you say this rocker team this year? Um, 
like on paper that. when it started yes. that it was like listen i called that james <clears throat> that's a that good one to be dog shit. same i did too dude people thought that team would have been bet would have was going to be better than toronto ultra when they had standy on their team at the beginning of the year yeah they thought I, that I, going I feel into like the I game remember that people that's thought that rocker team it. was better than ultra and i was people i don't think people realized how good scrappy was like gonna be like, I yeah. literally played one series in Vanguard, one pro league series against a team that had just won a tournament and was the best player in the lobby by far, and they won the series. And I think I that's just a, knew that guy was going to be different. I think that's a good point because I think it's a hard, um, from, from like people who are really into Call of Duty, and I, I think there's a very small audience for challengers uh, that keep up with that kind of thing. And I don't think we think much about like how much of the community doesn't follow that at all so like when teams do have like scrappy come up or ghosty gets picked up a lot of times these are like the first time a lot of these people are even seeing these names before like i remember one of my yeah. one of my friends that like uh he texted me and he was like yo is ghosty good like after they picked him up because he'd never heard of him before and like i think there are a lot of casual watchers that don't know a lot of these players until they make it to the league and then it's a big question mark, like, who is this guy? So it's yeah. kind of interesting. Um, now, the last question. <laughs> in regular sports, um, there's a lot of incredible moments. Um, there's a lot of passion. There's a lot of beef. And we've had Twitter beef throughout the years on in the Call of Duty space. But we haven't really ever had a moment since Aix's... Um, notorious nade shot push where like there was any like actual physicality in esports where like there was some real passion in the pit do you think that like there'll ever be a time like that again where there's like that much passion to where like not that someone would put like their hands on each other maybe they do but like you, you look at the Celtics uh, game the other night and Jimmy Butler and Grant Williams are yelling in each other's face and you look at people weighing in for fights in the UFC and they're in each other's face yelling. Do you think we ever see like a player go over for a handshake and like there's some real like passion and, and shit that goes down um, in the CDL again? No. What do you everyone attribute, is, what do you attribute everyone that to? Everyone is everyone's friends now. Everyone mm -hmm. relies on everyone to be picked up or roster moves to be made. You want to be on everyone's good side in this era of CDL. Uh, getting on someone's bad side or having a rivalry just is another limitation of a team you could potentially join if you needed to. Um, and I think that's kind of where the real like friendship league aspect of the CDL started is just because orgs aren't picking players up. These players are picking players up. Um, I think people thought it was going to be like org driven moves in the CDL, like pre CDL, but like that's never been the case. It's always been players, and I think it'll always continue to be players. Um, and so having rivalries like that will, in this era, only fuck with you, fuck you over more than it'll help you. Um, and I think with the with how eights go down and how long players have known each other, you know, over the last decade, like I just don't see any rivalries like that ever happening again. Not only uh, that, it's just like there's too much money involved and I feel like a lot of people realize that and um, I don't think there's very many people in the scene that are replaceable or that are irreplaceable except for the big top dogs and usually the top dogs are not the people, again, you start beef with because 
you want to be on their team. Yeah. Unfortunate for a consumer standpoint. Because it Not would be nice. Talent. It would it would be nice to see that kind of passion and, and rivalry and competitiveness. Um but Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for our final qualifier week episode. Um, the next two episodes, we will have Doug Sensor Martin back. Um, and so this will be the final one with just the three of us. Thank you guys for all the support throughout this whole year on all of our qualifier episodes. Um, I know the Call of Duty community can be can be brutal sometimes with new faces, but you guys are pretty positive. I've, I've had a couple crazy loving comments um and that's complete sarcasm dude i got one last week and someone was like james looks fucking sick and i was like what does that mean i i was looking it was it was a little bit sweaty but anyways nonetheless anything from you guys before we close it out uh i don't really got much besides uh thank you all for the support as always i think the the show's evolved a lot thanks to james our producer um we were we used to talk a little bit more about matches which i'm sure we'll do when the season you know first starts back up and stuff like that before storylines get created but um yeah james has done a great job james you did a great job i like i like the podcast stuff i think it separates us from other uh shows and other podcasts and yeah hopefully you guys have enjoyed it i'm happy to i was happy that uh we were brought back on and i'm sure and i'm hoping you know, we'll be back next season. Next season. That's good gas. Appreciate you. You've been him. Let's go. Except hopefully. for your Instagram Laker predictions. Man, except for your agreeing with Pat on any of our 50-50s. Okay, but, we uh, can leave it at the compliments, but, but, but <laughs> <laughs> we can cut out the except fours. <laughs> cut that. Deserto editors. Leave it at the compliments. Hold on. Whoever was editing last time didn't add the Thanos thing. Kind of upset me. I'm not going to lie. Ugh. I don't know who was editing the last one. I'll have to look. Might have been we're Harry. Have to talk to him. It might have been Harry. Harry, we're gonna have to have a conversation. Uh oh. Uh oh. Anyways, guys, make sure you subscribe, like, comment. We'll be back post major five after Optic wins and Phase doesn't go on a 15 game winning streak. Uh, and yeah, so we'll see you guys next for the uh, major episode. Have a fantastic Monday and uh, deuces. Peace. Yeah.